Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. Hey, welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice, and I am coming to you today on location. I have actually traveled to Phoenix, Arizona to interview my next guest. He's absolutely fabulous in every way. You've seen him on America's Next Top Model, Cycle 20. You've probably picked up or read his book, Pieces of a Broken Heart, available everywhere, and a bestseller might add you. And he's also you guessed it, an international model. This is Jake Houston. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me on the show. Listen, I'm. I'm. Thank you for having me. Like, I'm thrilled to be here <laughs> with you in, in your hometown of Phoenix. Yes. So I We're mean, happy to have you. Thank you. Well, so I guess I I do have to at least tell the audience that because of the traveling and you know um whatnot, we are only doing audio today. We're not doing video because I don't have a film crew with me. But I I I came with little old me and my little microphones. <laughs> COVID, it's it's hitting all of us. COVID's the thing, yeah. It's like so so when we're not in the safety of the Hey Girl penthouse in Las Vegas, um, we're a little limited, but we're gonna give you a good show. Listen, um, it's also, I, I, I think it's okay if I mention this, but you tell me if not. Um, it's also Jake's birthday today. We, well, we're filming this today. We're recording this today. You, you, yes, won't, yes. you won't hear it for two weeks, audience, meaning you. you yes. yes, you. I'm talking to you. you know, all you of me. Here. All of me. Right. <laughs> no, well, we're, we're recording this today on Jake's birthday, which is amazing. Um, yes. And I hope it's okay that I mentioned that we've also, we're doing this at the end of a very fun-filled night. So um, <laughs> I, I think that you guys are going to enjoy whatever yes, yes, happens. Yes. <laughs> very fun. And sorry slash you're welcome for all the commentary. I like that. Sorry slash you're welcome. I yes. like that. Yeah, I like is that like your thing? Like you've said that before, but like, did you? That's you, right? Like that's something you say. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to think like, yes, you're welcome. But at the same time, like, I'm also, I'm sorry. But at the same time, like, like you're welcome. So, girl, oh my gosh, I okay. First of all, you know, you know, I adore you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where to begin with you. All right, so let me let me collect my thoughts. Get so, it? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk, let's just talk about Jake. The early years, early, really oh quick, God. just such a long time. Ago. Briefly, but no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's fast forward through that time. No, 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 I'm kidding. No, no, no. I, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm being, you know, sarcastic. But no, can you just at least give me and the audience that's li- listening? You know, I mean, I, 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 obviously, I know that you're well known and you have a lot of fans, and I'm, I'm definitely one of them. But thank you. Of course, girl. Um, but, <laughs> but. Can we just get like a, a little bit of an insight into how did you start modeling? And and then from there, which obviously we'll get to everything, but, you know, which obviously I know led into, you know, writing the book and led into other great things that you've done. And we're going to get to all of it. But you did start as a model, correct? Correct. Okay. Yes. So talk. So... No. <laughs> Sorry. Look, she look. She gets a little sassy after a birthday so, dinner. Look, <laughs> sorry. No, it's your turn. So talk. <laughs> so it uh, it actually started way back, way 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 back. Um, my mom was a photographer, and when I was younger, she would always have me kind of like follow her out onto like film sets and stuff. And oh, I she'd love be that. like, I didn't know that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she, I'm like, learning stuff too. It's like, a big day for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you. Good. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, like, my mother would have me, like, so she'd be like, okay, we have to test the lighting over here. And I'm like, okay, go test it. And she's like, no, no, no. I have to have you come over here and you're going to stand in this tree and you're going to look at me like you're happy. And I'm like, I ain't happy to stand so you, in this You were tree. like the stand in. Exactly. In good, but in a good way. I'm, I'm not diminishing it. I'm no, just no, no, that, yeah. no. Diminish all you no, want. No, 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 no. Like, the no. thing is, like, my mother, like, I was, keep in mind, I was like seven years old. But I could already and, see you sassy when she's like, I need to check the lighting. You're like, go ahead, check it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, well, then check it. Why are you telling me? Exactly. I'm like, you're like, handle have, your life. Why, do you, why are you asking me for help? There's equipment for this. Yeah. So she'd be like, no, no, no. I need you to stand in this tree and you just smile like this and do this pose and i'm just like um there's so many things i could be doing right now like i have legos like i'm pretty sure that there's play-doh right now that could be turned into yeah, a monster yeah. but I'm here cu- i am I'm curious what the other things that were more important to you in the moment yeah yeah, yeah. with play-doh and legos yeah 100 like play-dohs and legos like that was kind of my life at the point because you know seven years old and so my mom would be like okay so we're gonna do this today and i'm just like i don't like I, I could literally give two shits, but like whatever. Okay, like let's do this. Um, and that, that's kind of how it started. And then like you know, as time progressed on, like I was kind of like, okay, I'm not gonna do this anymore. But whatever, I'll keep doing this for my mom. Um, I got to high school, and at that point, I ended up getting discovered by uh, Paul Fisher, who uh, happens to be the the guy who discovered Naomi Campbell, um, Tyra Banks, Alec Baldwin. He discovered like yeah. all these models. So wait, but how did you, how how did that come about? Really quickly. Oddly enough, I was walking through the food court of the Don't mall. eat. Okay, look. I know. Okay, look, this is, I feel like this is such a, Zo- a Derek Zoolander moment. Like, where it's just like, I just was doing, minding my own business, and all of a sudden, I realized I'm ridiculously good looking. <laughs> I wish that were the case. So, um, Paul Fisher actually wanted me to audition for his show, which I was kind of like, oh. I mean, like, I'm not really sure this is like my thing. Um, but he's like, no, 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 we're gonna be on the the CW and we're gonna fast forward and blah 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 stuff and things and get your life going. And I was like, okay, well, like, who am I to disagree? Like, you've already launched like Tyra Banks, Naomi Campbell, Alec Baldwin, so on and so forth. So wait, I'm sorry, I'm curious. So you're walking through the food court, exactly, and this happens. What were you eating? I'm just curious. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I found like the more like a- important question. What? Where did you order food from, and where did he order food from? I was at Panda Express. Okay, oh, and I was just living my best life because I mean, like, I mean, like, okay, Panda Express, orange chicken, like. And, and, and was he there too? It is or was he? It was is. he? Did he get? Uh, did he get like a sabaro or something? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> so oddly enough, he didn't eat. Like oh, whatsoever. Yeah, he was just looking. He was, yeah, he was, he was in the food scoping. court. Like, what a place to be <laughs> discovered. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm not even letting you talk, but I'm fascinated by this. No, no, like, what like, a place to be discovered. Like, we, you know, we tell each other, like, or we tell our, you know, our peeps, you know, to just, you know, work hard and, you know, just put yourself out there. But then you never know it. All of a sudden you're eating orange chicken from Panda Express. That, honestly, not even a real secret. Panda Express. Panda Express food court. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the that's the secret. You gotta you gotta hit the food courts. Um, he showed up and he's like, "Hey, will you will you uh, audition and do X, Y, and Z?" And I was like, "Okay, first of all, I don't even know you. Like, who are you?" And then he because you didn't recognize him, not at all, because you know he's bald. He's like you know very clean cut, very X, Y, and Z. And he's like wearing a hat, coming up to me, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Who are you, sir?" Um, but again. Like when it comes to uh, Panda Express, like whom I disagree when it comes to talking. So he uh, asked me a few questions and I was like, okay, yeah, no, sure. Why? By all means, like, let me answer these questions. And one thing led to another. I ended up on the show. Um, It was very much a 
uh honestly it wasn't even even a big part at that point it was very much like hey you know like have you seen uh what is it tabitha salon takeover love that show okay so basically tabitha comes into a salon that's failing and she turns it around and she's like hey blah 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 this is how you make things better and uh paul fisher was basically doing the same thing with modeling agencies so when a modeling agency wasn't you know producing or you know x y performing well or making a profit or anything or even producing worthwhile talent exactly so uh while they were on the struggle bus uh paul fisher came along and he uh you know jump-started the agency again you know like on life support and uh and i was one of the models that he brought into the uh, the industry and in the process of that i ended up being fortunate enough to meeting a lot of the uh you know, the models in the industry and a lot of the producers and TV shows and so on and so forth. And I was, I was honestly just very grateful to have that experience. What would you say out of that experience, that being like your first, at least from what I'm hearing, your first big um, kind of break into that world, you know, on, you know, on a a network television show, um, working with people of that caliber, people who knew other predominant professionals in that business. Like, what would you say out of that experience uh, was your most, I guess, memorable slash beneficial that catapulted you into the next level? God, I mean, like, as far as memorable and beneficial, I'd say they're probably in two different categories. Because, like, memorable, I would say Johnny Wujak in particular, who uh, is is Katy Perry's uh, stylist, the one who did, like, primarily, like, any of her, like, major outfits that you can pretty much, like, you're, like, you think Katy Perry and you're, like, oh, iconic, blah, blah, blah. He's the one who did that. Um, he was the one who was on cycle 20 with us, who was the one who was, uh, designing a lot of the behind the scenes sets. And as far as most memorable, I would say the very, very first day when we were doing casting, he came up to us and he's like, you see the camera? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the camera. Like, I'm totally ready for it. And he's like, yeah, forget the camera. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, by all means, like, like, let's forget it. And he's like, no, walk up to the camera as if you're walking up to me. And like at that time, like, and you're like, like, all right, bitch. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At that point in time, I was just like, oh my God, like, ooh, deep breath. Okay, look, let's do this. And he's like, I'm not there though, but walk up like you're acting, like you're walking to me. I'm like, wait, I'm getting mixed, like, mixed signals. Do you want me to walk up to you confidently or do you want me to walk up to you as if I've already been casted? And he's just like, do what you got to do. And I was like, Ooh, oh my God. Wait, so what'd you okay. do? What'd you do, girl? I walked like, up like you... I had to do what I had to do. But what what like, was it? Did you have the job or were you trying to get the job at that point? <laughs> at that point you're trying to get the job. So like it's, you know, chin high, you know, parallel to the ground, shoulders back, straight posture, like do what you gotta do. And you're like, okay, cool, like let's do this. Like it's it's gamer like, you know, it's all or nothing. And so when it came to like, you know, all, which is pretty much the point of the whole casting um i was like okay let's do this and he's just like okay yeah shoulders back let's do it and i was like oh my god like it's happening and then that was kind of like the end of that story like it just kind of like all or nothing so is that is that how since you already mentioned it how did we get to america's next top model cycle 20 so cycle 20 was very which is so sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no no, you're good so admirable like i mean we i don't know i'm sure and i'm sure most of my listeners are in the same um category as me of one of those people that just like almost i don't want to say grew up on because i was already a teenager when it came out but like literally is it's a such a cultural iconic experience to talk about america's next top model no no, no like with tyra uh, banks yeah no 100 i love tyra she's so nice um but like when it comes to like early like i mean like honestly the early thousands like on fourth were kind of like the tyra banks like yeah 
time. Yeah, yeah. So and you it, were there. You I, did I, it. Like I was looking so, to be a part of it for yeah. a little bit. So um, there was Cycle 20, which I was a part of. I didn't actually take part in the actual show portion of it, whereas, like, you know, you have to do this, blah, 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 and then you get, like, eliminated. Um, I was Originally, that's how I was casted, but I decided to move backwards a little bit in a sense of working behind the scenes because behind the scenes, you you honestly, you learn so much that, like, you would never, ever, even your wildest dreams think about while you're on set and you're like, okay, I'm going to take a photo. It's going to be for Guest Magazine. I'm going to do this blah 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 we're gonna do this marketing of them that's not how that works like i mean in in short term you're like oh yeah yeah no i got this it's gonna be totally awesome but that is that is not how that works on stage so how did that work actually like so you you opted to work behind the scenes like in what capacity so i um decided to move behind the stage with uh with the the creative team as far as like what photo shoots were happening how things were happening where things were happening and blah 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 um that for me personally i found more rewarding than actually being on set because i (laughs) well i mean let's just say like i'm not exactly the best at like being told what to do which i mean like okay so don't get me wrong like i like as a model like you're told like x y and z this is what you're told to do that's how things are gonna be i which is great like don't get me wrong i love them i love models models do like they keep the world going next to beyonce they run the world but when it comes to like do this do that x y and z i'm like okay but why like, why do I have to do that? <laughs> right. What am I wearing? How come I'm doing this? And like, in my head, I'm like, okay, can I get to do this X, Y, and Z? Because like, this is going to make the photo better. And they're like, no, do, do this. Right, right. Like, ah. So like, for me personally, it was more so like, a, um, I, I like telling people what to do than being told what to do, which, which I mean, it is. I mean, is, that's fair. I get it. Yeah. Which is that. great. And it's own blessing. But at the same time, if you're a model being told what to do and you're like, but I have ideas. Right. Listen, no one cares what your ideas are. Like, you're a model. You're you're there to promote whatever it is they're telling you to promote. And you're just like, yes, I love this. I love that. I love that and the other. I love all the things. But internally, you're just like, girl, I don't care. Right. <laughs> like, Well, you know, I mean, you know that I came from the world of, of dance. And, yes, yes, yes. And as a dance, as a professional dancer and performer, as, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's kind of similar with models. But, 100%. I mean, I, I'm a girl. I was never a model like you. Like, I, <laughs> I modeled on the side, like, where, where like, like, you know, catalog and, and, tra- and like. Modeling is modeling. And, like, don't, convention don't work. You know what I mean? But, no, but my point is, it's like, you know, my, most of my experience in, in that world was as a dancer. And, I always joke now, now that like it's over or like, it's like, or it's behind me, you know, yeah, I yeah. feel like I, I am safe to say. And I joke now that I was like, well, as a dancer, we were never really encouraged to speak. Like, you were always different as an yeah. actor. Like, the actors and the singers got paid more because they spoke That's and they fair. were, and they could, they did, they, they were mic'd and they did the things. But as uh-huh. a dancer, no, you are never no. encouraged to speak. Yeah, exactly. You stand where I tell you to stand. <laughs> you do what I tell you to do. That is honestly modeling same thing. And I like, figure it's the same thing. Yeah. People expect you to find the light, smile, look towards it slightly, don't and let shut shadows. the fuck up. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like whatever's going on in your head, it doesn't matter today. Right. Like you just. You and then sm- and then the world the weird ass whirlwind of it all is and the, and then like most of the public says models are like like have nothing like hold on give me a second there's a joke here I can't do it there's a joke here I can't. <laughs> No, you yeah. good. No, but like, yeah, they they say say nothing and don't think about anything. But then people are always accusing models of 
being vapid. Yeah, or be like being vapid and like being dumb, lower than the average intelligence, right. which is, uh, you know. Honestly. Let's keep it real. There are some. No. There are some. Okay, <laughs> that is fair. I have some friends who I love dearly, but I would not trust them with an SAT score or my taxes. But no, I, I just, I mean, in this moment, the irony of like when you are honestly being directed yes to to pretty much not have any sort of deep emotion to get a specific shot yes, or to, yes, to yes. or to perform in a certain way as a dancer like you know i'm just i'm just i'm trying to compliment us it's, it's taking no, me a minute to get there trying to get there is that the irony of when we're just following instructions the rest of the world looks at us like we're vapid no no 100 percent. because a lot of it is well i mean a lot of it's face value so if you don't see it face you know face to face you're like literally oh, that, can't, <laughs> that can't be true so like a lot of the commercials you see a lot of like tv shows like obviously it wasn't shot in one shot you're gonna see a lot of stuff that's been like duplicated or you know x y and z and then you see stuff that where the model is kind of like goofing around which i mean honestly like everyone you've ever seen on tv has a moment <laughs> so <laughs> i wish we were filming this right now because just the, the facial expressions that you and i are like flashing back and forth at each other are priceless <laughs> choices choices no, i know we're just we're just chilling in my hotel room here in phoenix <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god it's 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 like the the amount of uh like i don't want to say dead space or like dead time but the amount of time that like goes in between shots or in between sets where you're just kind of like uh, um, which I don't even know if it's a word. It's just kind of a sound effect at this point. I don't think it was a word. More. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make the call. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the Jake the Jake effects. Um, what was it like working with Tyra? Honestly, super easy. Yeah. Um, I know there's people who paint her in a negative light who are just like, oh, there's this, that, and the other, but it. Um, for me personally, it w- it wasn't like that at all. She was super sweet, super kind. Um, didn't she? I, I, again, I hope it's okay. I ask this, but didn't she convince you to change your name, or at least, <laughs> I mean, you didn't really change your name, but she she talk, tell us the story. So, um, my 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 name is uh, a little confusing for some people. Um, so to prevent uh, confusion, so on and so forth, uh, moving forward, my middle name is Houston. So she's like, it'd be a lot easier if you went by Jake Houston because it is uh, a easier for people to remember, and b Jake Houston. It's just it's easier to pronounce. It kind of flows off each other because so. your last name's a little hard to pronounce. Yeah, my your, last, your real last name. exactly my last name, which I'm just like uh, tongue tied. So I prefer not even. It's just a mouthful. Yeah, we're not going to say. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like 20 different letters, but whatever acronyms, stuff and things. <laughs> so I'm just like Jake Houston. That works great. Um, so she was kind of like, yeah, it'd be easier if we just kind of marketed you in this, uh, this direction specifically because your last name is not exactly the easiest to pronounce. So we'll go by Jake Houston, which is your first and middle name and, uh, kind of just, you know, we'll just run in that direction. I'm like, all right, cool. Like if that, you know, you like it, I love it. Let's go ahead and do this. And that's exactly what happened. And then moving forward in time, like I've just kind of gone by Jake Houston, which, don't get me wrong. I love my family. I love my last name, but it is much easier to go by Jake Houston than it is anything else it because it's yeah. it, uh, my last name can can definitely be a mouthful. I always tell people who who ask me about you um, that you're just Whitney's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has any questions, I will gladly take Whitney's nephew. A hundred percent false, but I will gladly. I'm take like, yes. you know, Dion Warwick's a second cousin. You know. What I mean? <laughs> 
again, you like it, I love it. It's not my official last name, but like right. I will take it. You want to call me Whitney's like Whitney's cousin? Like I will yes. Nephew. Jake. Or nephew, cousin, auntie, uncle, brother, whatever. Right. I will take it. Like, like right. done and done. You know, though, I actually, I really, I have to kind of um, back you up a little bit on, on the Tyra situation. Um, because I, I have a, 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 a probably a shorter experience with her. Um, but personally, one-on-one, face-to-face, too. And she was always lovely to me. I was in a show in Las Vegas called Jubilee. And there was a point when Tyra had also her, her daytime talk show. Where she did like a whole segment. Okay. She did like a, I don't even remember because it, it's been years now, but she did like a whole, I think a whole week in Las Vegas. Okay. And she kind of stopped by a lot of the major shows. She did like, she stopped by Celine Dion show. She stopped by Jubilee. Like, and she filmed there, you know? Okay. And as part of her, her episode, she actually was in our show, Jubilee, like as a showgirl. Oh my God. Okay. One night. But, um, what was your experience like with that? Like, how was it? She like, was so lovely. She was so lovely. Okay. I mean, okay. All right. Look, I'll spill some tea. Okay. Like, oh, <laughs> here it is. Here no, it is. She was lovely. Gentlemen. She was lovely. But let me just spill the tea. Is that like, okay, she, she didn't have like a complicated part and nobody, and nobody should, if you're just doing like a one walk That's on, fair. a walk fair. on moment. Yes. But the, but the point is like, she, they'd still blocked some time for her to come in at least rehearse at once with the cast. That's, I mean, like, that's the least they could do, right? Right, but she didn't show up. Oh my god! Okay, that's where I'm going with this. Okay, yeah, she tried her best. We set we set time against for her, but she, I'm sure she I, wasn't there. No shade. I'm sure she had issues. I'm sure she had like things going on. No, no there's a lo- probably I, a lot of gravity in yeah, her situation. Let me, where... No shade, but like, I mean, it's been over ten years now. I feel like I can tell this story. More or like, less. You know yes, I mean? yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm here for so it. So she didn't come. And and there was only a handful of us that were there like early. And again, you got to remember for us, for us, this was like a normal day at work where we're yeah. just like, we're like, oh, you want me to come in an hour early? Like for some, like, you know, I mean, we knew it was for Tyra and no shade. We didn't know yeah. what person, nope, nothing personal. We're like, we showed up to work an hour early and you on a day that we would. Yeah. And, and we were just all standing there in costume and she never <laughs> However, but wait, let me finish because yes, I'm yes, getting yes. to a, it, it. This ends well, I promise. Okay, okay. You know, I I'm promise ready, ready this ends it. well. I, I no shade, I swear. But so then we were all just kind of like, all right, like, whatever. <laughs> like you know, like you know how like you just get to that point where you're just like, well, she didn't show. Well, right? yeah, yeah. You know, like, like at a certain point, you're just <laughs> like, I give up. Like I'm done. Wins nachos. Right, and like at the end of the yeah, exactly. Girl, and that girl, we couldn't eat nachos in that show. I was so naked in that show. Ugh. Like you know, have you ever seen Jubilee? It was a naked show. Yeah, like, but nachos are life. At a certain point, if Tyra doesn't show up, you earned nachos, you know? Girl, but we were still we still had to go on stage with or without her. Okay, well, in our in our G strings. In like our G strings <laughs> and topless and everything. Nachos yeah. after at least. Right, right. Oh, totally after. So anyway, so I remember like we, I kinda looked at like, some of the other girls and like and again, there was a part of me that was like I felt I felt um a little honored slash privileged that I was one of the handful out of the cast of ninety people. That they that uh, they asked like five of us to come in early to work with her. Yeah, well, don't um, be so awesome. Right. <laughs> I mean, like if you weren't so awesome, people wouldn't ask you these things. I'm learning that very. You know what? I stopped. Like I stopped being so awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. Like okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know this about him already, like he's still pretty fucking awesome. Like I don't want to sit there and toot his own horn, but like allow me to toot it. You know, like toot toot. Like he's pretty awesome. Okay. So don't don't you're, let you're his silly. like demeanor fool you as far as like not being awesome. Like homegirl is like awesome AF. You know. <laughs> well, thank you. But so anyway, so what happened was, um the uh 
So she doesn't come, whatever. And we're like, all right, fine, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, it was like, all right, we came in an hour early, but it's not going to ruin my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, that's fair, that's I remember, fair. like, I remember even just like going downstairs to my dressing room and just taking my costume off. Like, even though I had to put it back on in like 50, like 20 minutes, like, or, you well, know what? Like, okay, but, so answer well, me this. Are your costumes when you were changing on and off, were they super hot? Because like, as far as I can see from, you know, from the audience perspective, the, the, the outfits that people always saw for like ensemble or cast or dancing or so on and so forth was always like a super constricting, which B, I am not about. And then actual B um, was like super, super hot and confusing. So like, how was that from you on like a dancer perspective? Because from my perspective, I was like, yes, I'm living. But I know for a fact that's not exactly what living was like. And yes. All right. Hold on. I really will get to that. <laughs> but let me finish the Tyra story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Tyra me first and so then stop, go back stop to Stop trying this. to hijack this interview. Okay? <laughs> Give me a plot twist. I'm the interviewer. Right, 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 right. People do this to me all the time. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, but I take it as a compliment because it just feels like we're just having a conversation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? No, 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 it's okay. Um, yes, I will talk about the costumes. Okay. Give me two seconds. I'm ready for But it. long story short, I, or at this point, long story long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> More or less. Right. Um, no, I just remember going downstairs like to my dressing room and like with the other couple dancers that were there. And we were just like, all right, whatever. Let's just, you know get on with our day like we have to like i ended up just putting on back on like my like sweatpants and like just to go do like a dance warm-up like you know to, for, the, fair, for the real show right yeah yeah yeah. because and, as a professional that's what you do right and then like then you know we were like all right because you know when you're doing a show regularly you have like your routine you know you have you get there and you're like all right cool let me just let me like change out of my street clothes i'll call them <laughs> and my into my like dance clothes and i'll go warm up and then for a half hour whatever 45 minutes and then i come in and i wash my face and I do my makeup and I get my hair done and like you know you do the whole thing right yeah 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 anyway we're warming up and then Tyra shows up but again an hour and a half late right and she came with a full entourage of people and the whole thing right per use like the J J Manuel J Alexander, like they were all with her. Like this, and this was this was like before cycle twenty. Like this yeah, was, I was like say, this wasn't even was, part of our season. No, this was like <laughs> in the heyday of like that. You know, of the Fair. top model and her talk show and everything. It was a big deal, right? And so, of course, you know, we were happy to have her. But you know, then it, it was just it was one of those moments where it was like, well, okay, well, we didn't really rehearse it. To us, it didn't matter. Like, yeah, you know, we as dan- like we do the same thing every night. But we were just like, so then we were trying to explain to her, okay, this is all you have to do. Like, without her getting a chance to like rehearse it, we're like, all you have to do is grab his hand when the light comes up, and then he's gonna walk you across the stage. Then you just have to do a dip, and like you know, like we're trying and to smile and right, say hello, right? And we're just trying to explain it to her, and that really is basically all it was. It yeah, was something like that. And um, but you know, like anybody, to be fair, no shade with though. In a st- on a stage like Jubilee, which is like one of the most iconic stages in Las Vegas, fair, with a full fair. audience, full costume, full lights, in the moment, with never ever well, done, doing also, it before, like that's a tip, that's a lot, you know. Yeah, you guys have like no downtime for like any possible small minor mistakes because right. like you'll be read for filth, if not by the cast, but the audience or like anybody watching it, or for God bid, anybody from outer space. Like right. I feel like everybody would be like having their eyes on you and be like, mm, no, bitch was two seconds late. Right. <laughs> like, right. So anyway, so you know what I will say is that like you know what was funny is that then apparently she had something to do after. Like, of course, you know, yeah. and I, I, the, I was not there for this. I'm going to tell you the story I heard. Word but on like, the street. Word on the street. Hashtag. Word on the street was, you know, when she was at war- in wardrobe. Okay. 
they were tr- when our wardrobe people were trying to like put her, the showgirl headdress on her. Okay. And put it on properly, like how all the girls have it, like and pin her, <laughs> pin her hair up and underneath it, and with a chin strap and with everything, because the, the headdresses are That's heavy. Right. Yeah, no, you know? I could totally see that. Like, looking at them and, makes me want to like go to the gym because I feel bad about it. Right. But yeah, no, I get that. And she apparently, this is this is the part I wasn't standing there for, so I'm just gonna say allegedly let it out let it out I'm, I'm wouldn't intrigued. let them she was like no i have you know i'm not gonna like fold down my hair and i'm not you're not putting all these other things in and you're not putting a chin strap on me and like the whole thing again i don't even think i'm not even gonna claim that she said it in a rude way no 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 i'm just saying like chin she straps was, can be hard right i'm just <laughs> saying she she denied okay denied the support <laughs> that no, no i honestly and, i'm not even doubting that so then because of that so when she came out on stage and she was she was like doing her runway walk instead of a showgirl walk with a little <laughs> bit more bouncy. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and then and she she different. got to center stage and she tried to do this big like ta-da moment uh-huh. and she threw her head back and her whole headdress fell off. I mean on stage. On stage in the middle of a real <laughs> no. show. Like That's because the she worst. wouldn't let them put the chin strap on. No, it. I I mean, okay, so there's a lot of gravity on stage yeah. and a lot of it hits you when it's like least expected. But what I will say to and to try and end it in the most positive way because I really there really is no shade in my memory. Like she yes. was she really was lovely. Like mm-hmm. just interacting with her and just she was very personable. And again, I have to remind the audience that this was at a time. I mean, not that Tyra's not a big deal even now. She because I still think yes. she is. I still yes. think she is. She's living her best life. But but at the time, this was like at the height of top model. Yes, her her talk show, Correct. and she's just Tyra in general. Well, like you know, she like never pe- slept. Yeah. People were just fawning over the fact that she was in the building, and rightfully so to mm-hmm. a degree. Correct. You know, to a degree, she could have very easily been standoffish or you know hid behind her entourage or hid yes. behind her people um but she was so personable she was so lovely mm-hmm. i know she was a little late but it didn't even bother me but like fair, um fair. but you know i remember standing in the wings with her um during like again during the actual show like we're ready and i was counting her in because i went out right before her and she was like wait can you tell me when to go and i was like yeah i was like you know I'll, i was like counting the X, beats y, with her you know yeah and um but i just remember like even in that moment even in that, <laughs> even in that moment, that was so so short. Mm-hmm. In the long run, she was just very very personable, and I I mean I remember even like when I introduced myself to her, I was like, "Hi, I'm Bill," and she was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm Tyra. It's so nice to meet you." And again, I that's the right thing to do, but of course, like when you meet a celebrity, you're like, "Yeah, I know your name." Like you yeah, know, what I mean? know. Okay, so when I first met Tyra, that was like the first thing she did too. She's yeah. like, "Hi, I'm Tyra." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Girl, I know who you are." Right, and that's what we were like, <laughs> but but I realized I'm like, no, that's actually the right way to do it. Like exactly. the fact that she yes. introduced herself back shows mutual respect. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because yeah. there's a lot of people. In the, in the they industry. just go oh hi nice to meet you They're or like, whatever hi yeah. jake how's or it going? hi yeah you yeah. know who i am and i'm just like actually you know i don't and she said <laughs> it and she did say it authentically there was no irony there like she really at least in my experience like she really when she said hi i'm tyra it really did feel like it was authentic yeah it didn't win. it didn't feel like you should know who i am it was like yes it's like i am happy to be here at your show bill thank On- you okay for, you know like, honestly same from even pr- yeah. from like a model standpoint I mean, so Tyra was like super, super personable and everything she had to do, like it didn't necessarily come from like a, a, like a sense of spite or her being like, this is why you're doing this wrong. It was very much like a, Hey, I see what you're doing. If you try this, you might get a better result. And I, I don't know if it's just like that. I love overall. that. That's how, that's, that's the kind of um, critique and instruction I respond most to, as opposed to like e- you're a terrible person. Yeah. Or like in some way, yeah. like bullying you into doing 
in, or almost fear-based um, inspiration. What? Yes, 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 100%. So I want to talk about the book. Yes, let's so talk about it. Let's talk about the book. So Pieces of a Broken Heart uh, by Jake Houston. Obviously fabulous. Bestseller. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, literally. It's, it's amazing. Bestseller. I mean, tell us about it. It's, I mean, it's, it's not your traditional novel. It's a collection of poem, poetry. Yeah, yes. It is, it's, uh, it's different than what most people expect because, um, I mean, as far as poetry goes, you expect, ex, you, know, you know, it's going to be this way, it's going to be that way, it's going to be that way and the other. Um, this is more so dedicated to anybody who's been through a breakup. Anybody who's had like a hardship in their life where it's like, emotionally you take more of a toll than physically sure so anybody who's and i think anybody can relate to that exactly so anybody who's been through like a a breakup can can you know relate to i mean hopefully relate i think it is even more expansive than you maybe realize like i i think that it's not just for somebody who's been through a breakup i mean i think that some of these uh, all right i'm gonna share something i've never really shared with anybody but oh my god do tell i mean i mean because it makes me sound pathetic but no no no, but no by no, all means but no but i've also experienced falling in love alone like the Which other person the other person never felt the same way about me yes and but some of this is relative to that too there was no breakup because there was no relationship but i still oh god, fell in love i fell in love alone oh my god plot twist ladies and gentlemen i actually didn't think of it that way thank you so much oh my god <laughs> Thank you so but much. No, but for real. So the the entire point of pieces of a broken heart for for me as a as you know the person who <laughs> the it. person whose heart is broken, <laughs> <laughs> the person who is partaking in the broken no, heart. Exactly. Um. The entire- the author, the artist, the innovator, the creator. <laughs> So, as, as like, you know, the front of the book is, you know, obviously a little more dramatic than what you would expect. It's got the angel of uh, of death ripping out the soul of somebody who is, you know, broken hearted. Um, it's, 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 uh, you mean, it's, it's dramatic in a sense of like, you know, what the, you know, visual representation represents. But the sentiment isn't as, isn't as harsh. It's, it, I think it's more, at least, okay, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. But no, go for it. I think it's more empathetic and more like a little bit of a feeling of love and solidarity as opposed to dramatic one. So emotionally, at least that's how I took it, but that's the beauty of poetry. You take it any way you can or take it any way that it means to you. you No, no, no. Yeah. 100%. But that actually happens to be the, the representative photo of what exactly hand flip. Um, (laughs) I know. Yeah. Sorry. No cameras. Like I just did a big flip. Sorry. Nobody saw that. (laughs) I was just proud that I've, I, I figured it out that I analyzed it <laughs> accurately. <laughs> so I'm the, in AA anal- analyzing <laughs> accurately, <laughs> accurately analyzing stuff. So as my uh, my co-host over here, who's just you know a boss ass bitch when it comes to analyzing things, you just promoted yourself to a co-host More as or opposed less. to a guest. <laughs> so thank you so much. You're, I'm the honey, you are welcome anytime. <laughs> yeah, I I'm down for the co-host. Go done and done. So uh, so like again the piece the piece of a broken heart cover is is an angel who's you know a skeleton who's got wings coming over to somebody who is literally ripping the soul out of their body which again sounds very much more so aggressive than what i wanted it to be but at the same time like when you're going through a broke up uh, oh my god broke up a breakup you're um you you tend to feel you know emotionally drained you feel like you're the problem you feel like you may have been the one who caused the situation you feel like x y and z you feel like there's so many things that you could have done to prevent it when actuality like quite frankly like you a may not have had anything to do with it or b 
you know, like, you know, as you're processing through your head, it may be 50 50. So the entire book is about like, okay, I'm falling asleep or AKA trying to. Um, it's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and you're you just you can't stop thinking about like what it is you could have done different or what it is that you know you wish that you could have said when the moment happened. And quite frankly, we all have these moments, and I I realized that I probably wasn't the only one who felt this. So the entire book is dedicated to anybody who's gone through a breakup or gone through some kind of emotional heartache where. 3 a.m. happens and you're you're feeling a certain kind of way or like 2 a.m. happens and whatever it is that happened between you and your partner you know went south and you you keep playing that over and over and over in your mind so for me personally I figured if I was going through it or I was thinking you know blah 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 I wasn't the only one so I wrote I mean, it's, it's it's extremely personal to me personally, but anything that I felt in that time period where like I couldn't fall asleep and I was thinking a certain kind of way, I wrote it down and I was like, this is how I feel. This is how I would want someone to speak to me. This is how I would speak to somebody else. And it, you know, one thing led to another and the entire, you know, book wrote itself. And quite frankly, it's one of those things where it's like, I like, I mean, personally, I've never had the aspiration to be like, Hey, I'm going to be an author. I'm in, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write books. I'm going to do stuff and things. It, it was so organic, which I mean, quite frankly, since the book came out, which quite honestly was a year ago. Um, I had a lot of help from, you know, friends in the, the drag community and so on and so forth, um, helped me promote it, which made the book a huge success right out the gate. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, the, the I book. think I helped promote a little bit. No, <laughs> it's actually, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. no. I'm it was it was totally it was worry. all you. All I'm you. I'm gonna edit that out. Don't worry. I was just joking. <laughs> Don't even worry about editing it out. That was all you. <laughs> I'm wondering, in addition to the the obvious, I'll call it the obvious. You know, mm-hmm. of those things, the 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 breakup, the the starting over, the heartbreak. Was there any other um, emotion that probably bared healing that you were hoping for while writing this oh my god that's such a good question um i oh my god that's a really good question um as far as like writing the book goes obviously i was hoping that it'd be a little bit more cathartic than what um, so you're selfish yeah 100%. <laughs> the book was written for me no. <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't exist no. i mean honestly i saw the opportunity for the joke and i took it no I, like I, a bitch <laughs> just might be ju- like selfish i don't know no um, not at all not at all so, not at all <laughs> so like when it came to like the whole interview pro not even interview process but like the whole like process in general of like me discussing what the book was about it 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 wasn't necessarily geared towards being like this person, that person, or the other person. It was honestly everything that I possibly could have said to myself in, again, like earlier, like we all go through heartbreak. We all go through this emotional, you know, X, Y, and Z of, you know, emotions that were like, this is worse. Like this is, it couldn't get worse. It couldn't get worse. And it prevent like in our head, emotionally, it does. I mean, may or may or not be true, but I mean, like emotionally, mentally, we are able to manifest whatever it is that we want to, which is a blessing and a curse. And as far as like curses go, emotionally believing that you're the reason for a relationship going wrong or you're the reason for um, your unhappiness or anything along those lines is is obviously not ideal, but 
at some point in time, personally, I believe that all of us go through that specific emotion. The book that I created was more so, um, I mean, I, I, if I felt that way, I didn't think that I could be the only one who believed that I felt that way. So I wanted to write all my emotions down at 3 a.m. when I couldn't sleep or 2 a.m. when I was overthinking the smallest possible incident that could have ever happened because in my first relationship, um, just overall thinking that like, this is it. This is how I, I end my love relationship and this is how I die. Like super dramatic. Why? Because early Because we are. We're, no, but we're all dramatic yes. in those moments. But so... No, I get it, and I love it, but I guess what I'm hearing is, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that the entire purpose of the book was for healing, correct. and then, but then what the added bonus is, is that it became something that healed others that you didn't even realize it was going to do when you were writing it. 100%. So I figured if I wrote a book to myself, be, I mean, like, I'm Because that's what it was. You started writing just a quote unquote journal like you were just like this is cathartic for me Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm this is how i feel in this moment which again props to you because i am literally like i i've been given that advice by so many therapists life coaches mediums whatever is that i need to start journaling more or doing simple things like that and i just (laughs) my adhd kicks in and i don't have the patience to sit down and write something i'll talk to you about it all day long Thus, the reason I have a podcast. <laughs> I will talk we your can. I will talk your ear off, girl. But it's hard for me to write a book, but I still want to. <laughs> as long as the, the the emotions there, you're good. Yeah. During this process, when did you finally realize that it was going to be more than what you initially thought? Meaning, when did you realize this is this is something that's going to be a book that's published worldwide? Because you've had success not just in the United States, you've had sex in the UK and Europe. Um, I think, I, forgive me, where else? Like, I, I, I mean, worldwide. I know, but like you, you told me today specifically that your sales in the UK were even as high or higher than in the US. Yeah, oddly enough, that my sales in the UK were much higher than the US for the uh, the book publication. Sure, it's. I mean, like, well, I mean, the thing is, like, it's available via like Amazon, Amazon. It, anywhere Barnes online, and Noble, Barnes and Noble, yeah, uh, iBooks, OnlyFans, uh, Amazon, it, more, more no. or less, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the fans is oh, ready for all it. the fans, honey. <laughs> so I mean, like as a whole, like the the book did very successfully. Like, and and, and is that what I expected right out the gate? Absolutely not. But is that what I hope for? Yes. Um. The the, the thing is, like, but there were so many people that were ready and willing to support you, and rightfully so. And which I, I love. And I could not have asked for a better group of friends or family or, you know, supporters because everybody who helped me launch the, the, the book right out the gate, the book would not have been as successful as it was had it not been for them. And I honestly, everything I have to them and I love that. And yourself lo- included. No, like, well, well, thank you. I honestly no. su- like, thank you so much. No, well, honey, listen, it was always my pleasure, but honestly, I was definitely not the biggest name in that list of people promoting the damn book, but <laughs> like all of a sudden it becomes the damn book. But weren't you? <laughs> right. No, but girl, I loved like to- tuning into your, to your channel, channels and, like, <laughs> and seeing, well, thank you. Thank you. And seeing all the peeps, like, you know, like Heather McDonald and like, you know all the queens from Drag Race, and even like Montel, and I saw, true. and I saw, um, uh, fuck. There were there were definitely some. What's, what's the 
Uh, oh, ta- I saw Todrick, you know, and, call, like, the whole yes. thing. and I saw Bill Janice. I mean, who, how the fuck did you get that? Home? I know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the best one of all of them. No, but no, when it came to like supporters, it, it became very quickly that like people quickly wanted to back me and support me and, and, and contribute to the success that's just of the book based off what the book was actually related to, because the book is, it, it's not geared towards gay, straight, transgender, bi, whatever. Sure. It's anybody who's ever had a heartbreak. Or dealt with loss. Or, yes! Because, like, at some point in time, like, I mean, again, as I was kind of trying to say earlier, is it's it's not, there's never a good time to lose somebody. There's never a good time to go through heartbreak. There's never a good time to anything, insert whatever you want to put there. But the book in, in particular for me, was a kind of cathartic because that's exactly how I felt in the moment. All right, girl. Who's this? Bo- who's this book about? <laughs> <laughs> so the book is about the bu- Look, she put some emphasis on, the, oh. on that beat with the book. No, all right, all right, the right. book. As I casually turn around and not looking, making eye contact. She really did turn her whole chair away from me <laughs> as I asked that, and and I and I told her, I told her we had some gr- quote unquote ground rules before we started recording. And I, I said, I'm going to talk to you about this. I know. I wasn't expecting it so soon. Um, We've been recording for an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag so soon. Thank you, everyone, for coming. No. So when it came to uh, the, the press, the, the, the book in particular, as I stutter 20 times to say that, um, the book in particular original like originally came from my ex-fiance we ended up i mean obviously we're engaged stuff was great and whatnot um at a certain point it was no longer going to be something that we we could move forward with so emotionally that's where it originally started and that's where it like manifested I think the book is fabulous as do so many others and um i just want to congratulate you and I just think the world of you, and I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm yes. actually really excited that you actually came all this way to <laughs> to talk to me because I wasn't actually sure I'd be able to make it up to Vegas. No, it that's my the pleasure is mine, honestly. So if anyone's interested in getting in touch with the author Jake Houston, I will post this contact info in the the description of the episode. And I just wanted to thank everybody for tuning in to Hey Girl, Jake. I adore you. I adore you too. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And we'll see you later, girls. Bye. Bye, guys.